Welcome to episode 194 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. It could be a movie, TV series, anime, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Hello, hello. You're looking very 90s today, Melissa. Very appropriate. <laughs> these okay these are the secrets to 90s style you get as far as i understand it because i don't remember it well i wasn't stylish when i was nine years old um one of these many stretchy wire choker necklaces you gotta have one of those thankfully i have several uh, a glossy lipstick instead of a matte lipstick sure. i should have center yeah. parted my hair but i've got more stuff to do that today i didn't want to live the whole day like that uh and I figured if we're talking about mall goths today, I got to show up with at least some eyeliner. It's not the yeah. mall gothiest eyeliner, but I knew I'd have a little. It, 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 it works. Unfortunately, I've gotten rid of all my Jenko jeans uh, and, <laughs> and stuff like that. I no longer wear those and or have them just like stashed <sighs> away. <laughs> you just finished your last can of Surge yesterday. Oh, no, no more Surge in the house. I did. I guess I could kind of convince you that I have like Kool-Aid or something here to, to Ooh, sip yeah. on while we're podcasting, but I don't. It's not. It's just an orange drink uh, that I have yeah. here. So, orange anyways. drink, very 90s. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, good stuff. What are we here to talk about today, Melissa? Today we are talking about an audio drama. This came out in late 2019, created by Kristen DiMercurio, and this is called Brimstone Valley Mall. And let me read you yeah. the, the podcast description for itself, because it's very apt. The year is 1999. Lurking somewhere between Hot Topic and the food court, five misfit demons from hell kill time inciting sin in a suburban shopping mall. When the lead singer of their band goes mysteriously missing, the demons only have two weeks to find him before they play the biggest gig of the millennium or face the wrath of Satan herself. Yeah. Yeah, you you. So we, we like to cover audio drama on this mm. podcast every once in a while. Um, and you pitched me three different ones. Some I, I think this is the only one that I hadn't heard of before. Uh, just was not on my radar, uh, but I am familiar with many of the people who worked on it and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that because they've worked on multiple shows that we have covered or stuff like that. But the thing that got me to pick this and it, it was just a sh a shoe in was that this is this just screams melissa <laughs> melissa saw this and was like that's it that's the chosen one i want right. that let's talk about, about it and i could not resist i was like we we have to talk about brimstone valley mall because it sounds amazing um, <laughs> i'm a big mall fan uh this this show quite satirical about the nature of the mall i think i love a mall far more than the show it's does i dig <laughs> the 90s vibe uh you know how vaporwave i am sometimes i'm the vaporwave to your cyberpunk counterpart you know we, we came to the to table be, with yeah. our respective aesthetics yeah 
<laughs> no pastels here today. I put the vaporwave on a shelf. Then I'm like all black for the demons. <laughs> it's vapor goth. Is, is that a thing? If not, we're there's making pastel it right now. goth. It's got to be related. I don't know every sure. aesthetic. Sure, sure. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I heard you pitch that 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 one, and I was like, we 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 have to talk about Brimstone Valley Mall. That sounds like a lot of fun. And yeah, mm. it was. I'm glad I picked this one. Uh, mm-hmm. th- th- this was. I I I had a blast w- with this. It's. Kind of it reminded me a lot of the like view askew Kevin Smith, like mall rats meets clerks. But it's d- I understand demons. that. Right. I've never um, seen mall rats and I saw pa- half of dogma on TV once. But I th- I understand. Yes. OK. Yeah. So I, I've never actually seen mall rats, but I've seen clerks. Uh, and th- this r- reminds me a lot of of that. And uh yeah, I I I had so much fun with this. It it went by really fast, which is uh, a little sad because now I want more. Um, but <laughs> it was funny. I liked the characters. Um, mm-hmm. It was equal parts uh, like a a good story slash uh, a little cartoonish in how it yeah. is created and how it sounds and uh, all all that stuff, which I didn't mind i i had a feeling that i was maybe not gonna like it as much once i heard how cartoonish Mm. it 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 got but no i i i thought this was fantastic so i liked it a lot burnstone valley mall season one go go check it out go listen it's really funny it's everywhere yeah. yeah, if you're an audio drama fan, you know, this is going to bring a lot to the table for you. If you're new to audio dramas, I think this is a great one to check out because the cast is, uh, I don't know if it's on the smaller side, but each episode, each scene only has a couple characters in it at once. So if you're new to like audio dramas, you don't know how to parse that many voices and noises yet. Like they're, they're it's good audio scape. They're not throwing a bunch of like sound soup at you, which can happen sometimes. A, a mm-hmm. scene will be like maybe three characters. They'll sound very distinct from each other. There'll be another scene that's like three more characters. It's it's very well balanced. It's very easy to listen to. Yeah, these these guys have been making uh, these kinds of shows for a while yeah. now. So they they definitely understand how to set the scene, how to make sure you mm-hmm. know what characters are there, all that stuff. Um, yeah, it and I, I like I mentioned the kind of cartoonish aspect. I, do, I don't want that to be a negative of the show. That's mm. not what I mean. Um, yeah. But because it is so dramatic over dramatic if that makes sense it, that might be a b- b- better word than cartoonish it it helps to accentuate like which character mm-hmm. is which and yes. and stuff like that and i yeah i i thought this was fantastic and mm-hmm. god yeah i just like i i i remember all of the 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 like feeling the uh, the impending <laughs> doom of y2k 
Yes. Right? I just the going to the mall and the teenage like just the way things sound, the way characters talk. This is such a love letter to the late 90s. And mm-hmm. I love it. It is great. Yeah. The, the use of Foley is really good. There's never so much background noise that it uh, you kind of lose track of where you are. Like there's never too many sounds happening at once. Which I've encountered in uh, other audio dramas from time to time, which might just be my own ears. And also the fact that I listen to these while I'm working, so I don't have 100% brain energy to devote to them. <laughs> but there's one scene where somebody takes a, a picture of somebody else on a disposable camera. And to hear that clicking noise of spinning the little wheel around on the disposable camera in this like crisp, clear audio so good that was a feeling i didn't know i missed yeah absolutely um i I think also just to have a podcast like this in the midst of the pandemic uh Mm -hmm. where you you can't really go to malls (laughs) yeah it's it's just like ah it gets to sound like i'm in a mall (laughs) right i can hear a carousel great yeah yeah that like the weekend after, like I got ew, two weeks after your second shot, first thing I did was go to the mall, have a big old mall day, walk through the entire Galleria. That is Good what stuff. I miss. Good stuff. Yeah, th- this this was a blast. I, I, I liked how satirical this was, too, at the same time. Right. This is filled with uh, like knockoff fast food names. Uh, for for different restaurant chains and store chains and stuff like mm. that, every single product that could be mentioned had some fake name, and it was wonderful. They were all great. Except, I I really I noticed this like halfway through, and I really dug it. The only products that do have their real names are Hot Topic, which of yep. course. Like if you're trying to tell a story about 1990s mall goths and they have to go to a store called like Warm Subject, it really doesn't have the same effect. You have to have the <laughs> official real product of Hot Topic. Uh, and Furby, an- yep. another item of the 90s, very iconic, but also very demonic. Like that's always been the joke about Furbies. There was a major plot point in the Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Giant evil Furbies or mini little Furbies will come and attack Absolutely. you. Those are the only two things that I think have their real names and everything else is like, oh, it's not Radio Shack. It's Gadget Hut. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's those two things specifically are very plot relevant. So, yeah, they had to mm-hmm. stand out and be what you know <laughs> them to be. Um. And uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of funny how you mentioned those like our memories of Furby are kind of conspiratorial and demonic. And, <laughs> right. And, and like you, you you think that like to to head it in some kind of story starring demons at a mall, you'd have to change some things about like how we thought about Furbies. But no, mm. they didn't have to change a thing. <laughs> So good stuff. Uh, you you mm. kind of gave the short version of the yeah. plot synopsis, the scene dressing. Uh, but do you want to mention a little bit more about plot? Yeah. Do, do, do we have stuff that we missed here? 
Yeah, more specifically, we've got this group of demons who work at a mall in Pennsylvania and they play in a band and they're getting ready to play this big show on a New Year's Eve concert. And one of these demons has the power to summon other demons, which is very rare. And at this concert, he's going to use his powers to summon all of these demons and they're going to create this intense evil energy. And like that's going to kick off this Y2K apocalypse. But it's like two weeks before the concert. So it's like around Christmas time in the mall. Uh, and this demon, their lead singer of the band has gone missing. Like nobody knows where he is. These demons are trying to like, they're going to band practice. <laughs> they got to keep practicing. They got to hold down their jobs at the mall. They're trying to find their friend. They don't know what happened to him. There's teens at the mall that are figuring out their secrets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just this a little bit of a mystery to it and also every episode mm -hmm. opens with an answering machine which is another great piece of audio from the era i love that opening yeah. it starts with horn Bloss being like on his answering machine like you've reached horn Bloss, lead singer of the band mall rat uh talk to me or my friends here we're definitely not demons definitely not from hell okay i'll call you back later <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, I, I guess just to clarify, this is a podcast that you guys can yeah. go listen to on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Um, just search Brimstone Valley Mall. It will pop up right there. It has a bright red cover yeah. art. Uh, nice logo. Yeah. So I go check it out. Season one is only 10 episodes. Mm. Uh, it seems like they are working on a season two. Uh, so more will be coming. I know there's kind of a cliffhanger at the end of the S1. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I had a blast with this. Yes, definitely recommend. Check it out. Absolutely. Um, we will take a quick break for some housekeeping. And then we will be right back to dive a little deeper into the show, into a further pit of hell, uh, as as they they might say. What what layer of hell the circles of hell? Does circles of 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 of, of hell? Sure. Uh, where would malls be in that? What what circle oh. of hell has the best mall? Oh, malls are my heaven. We know this. <laughs> But what, what 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 one would have the best mall? That's what I want. I feel like the most hellish mall is on. Oh, the most hellish place in the mall is like an old Dillard's that hasn't been updated and feels like all the products are new, but all of the like furnishings and like wall designs, <laughs> like every other non for sale object yeah. in the store feels like it's from like 1986. That's I think that's a circle of hell. Interesting. Okay. Okay. There you go. Well, yeah, we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. 
You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam for helping Thanks, us out. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, we appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things that we have been up to here at the Whatnots. Um, Horizon Forbidden West is a video game that just came out. Uh, we started playing it. We are talking about it on our podcast, Crossplay. Uh, which you guys can go check out if you guys are video game fans. Uh, let's see. We are also about to record our spoiler cast for season one of Peacemaker yeah. uh, right after this. So be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, and then on the captain's log, Melissa shared w with with me a uh, a bit of richmond history that i i didn't yeah. know i live in richmond and she was just like kyle did you know about this and i was like no fascinating i had no well, idea i only know it because as evidence from the rest of this conversation i'm a big retail dork i like retail yeah. spaces so i told <laughs> you about a a very oddly designed store that once existed in richmond that you could still go see the remains of yeah, so uh, go check that out. That's on the captain's log. Uh, so we have plenty of podcasts for you guys to go and put in your ear holes. Do all of that stuff. Um, cool. I think that's about all of the housekeeping that we got. So I say it's time to get into spoilers. Here we are in spoilers. Yeah, um... Let's see. I, so I don't know exactly what I was expecting with this uh -huh. show, uh, but it it turned out very pleasantly. Um, I, <laughs> I God, I I loved this so much. I. I liked that most of it took place in the food court. Oh, like, yes. That like the, the, the kind of shopper that I am, like if I went to a mall with my friends, the food court would be kind of the central home base location. Right. That's mm -hmm. where we would meet up. And then if, if I had to go shopping and go to certain stores, like I would know what stores I wanted to go to. I'm not the like wander around aimlessly stuff like mm. that. So, yeah, we would end up being in the food court a majority of the time <laughs> right uh, i'd be sitting there with my sabaro pizza and and or my my, my chinese food from from some place that I, I do who knows what the name is hmm. um but yeah like i i just like it it felt exactly like i thought it should 
feel like. And, and that is, I think, maybe one of the biggest compliments that I, I, I can give yeah. to, the, to the show. Like, it doesn't matter if you are someone who wants to go, 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 go to all 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 the stores all the time wander around aimlessly and just window shop or if you're just someone who like doesn't really want to be there but is like dragged there or just wants to hang out at the at 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 the food court like that is like it had all of those feelings mixed in it and i was just like this is perfect like this is wonderful um, mm-hmm. and they, they worked at Wiener World, which was yeah. great. <laughs> Bunch of dick I, I, jokes I, I, the entire the entire way. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And Wiener is the word they use constantly. Like almost yeah. nobody hardly ever says hot dog. It's Wiener almost exclusively. Yep. I think when I the moment when I knew I was really in on this show is when it's in that first episode where trainee whose name you never learn. She's just trainee. Everyone always cuts her mm-hmm. off before she properly introduces herself. Trainee is uh, learning how to work at Wiener World. And she's like, is there a human hand in the fryer? And Ms. Rock screams, who told you you could look in the fryer? <laughs> yep. I've thankfully never worked fast food, so I've I've never had like that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it just it, for for a a good introductory like comedy beat like that that is a great one, right? Mm-hmm. There, yeah, there's human body parts in the yeah f- classic f- fryer, which also yeah it tracks with all of the like news stories they're like there's a human finger in this chicken nugget how did this happen <laughs> to mcdonald's right right um and I, yeah it just i i i had a blast i thought trainee was going to end up being a little bit more imp- important to the plot by mm. the end of season one she she mm. is kind of the in character kind of not um she she is like you're you're introduced to her pretty quickly as like, hey, this is my first day on the job, all of that stuff. But you you are introduced to her through the demons that are there that are like worried that like uh, now we have a human employee. Yeah. And we, we, we have to be extra careful not to expose ourselves as demons. Mm. Um but then, yeah, tr- tr- trainee comes on the scene and, and is just like, oh, my God, I, I have a job. This is wonderful. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, like it, it just it's got it, it feels great to listen to. I like it. But because you never hear her name, mm-hmm. I thought that was going to come back by the end no. of season one they couldn't find horn ballast there was this looming presence of satan right or just like hey there are stronger demons out there that mm. we haven't met so i'm I, like i was wondering like is is she actually a demon and she just hasn't like like she's done a great job of like not exposing herself so, so that these other demons don't know 
uh, or is this somehow horn blast and like magical spell, demonic punishment thing for something? It's like you now have to live for a full year as a human, and and <laughs> a, 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 as a teenage girl in a mall uh, with no or, or name, trainee only. Well, it, it's just the fact that like like because because there's one she has a line in there where oh she she says at one point like hey my name is pretty demonic too or 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 something (laughs) like that but again you never hear her name so i'm like is is her name like lucy or something like is it like can it be like let's see can you make a teenage girl name out of beals like how do how do you do that like I was wondering if somehow, some way, once she finally got to say her name, you were just like, oh, shit, like this is not who we thought it was, but it's in fact someone else. Um, And I guess that at least has not been the case yet. We still don't know her name, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it could be in season two. But did something like that cross your mind? Oh, I think the character. Uh, like I said, this show gives you a couple characters at a time, which I really like that you don't get introduced to everybody all at once. And uh-huh. you get these scenes with just like two or three characters in them that'll last like 10 minutes or something. So you really have a lot of time to like learn and remember somebody's voice and somebody's name and get the dynamics down and you remember them really well. And then you and then you get to learn a new set of people and then those eventually get tied into everybody else. Like, I think you spend a lot of time with Asmarias and uh, the uh, Raven and Damien before you figure the out goths, like how they're going to connect the to everybody goths. else. I, <laughs> delightful. You got to have them. But yeah, the first episode, I think it's Mizrock, Belzegor and, and Trainee mostly. And I, I and I think that was setting trainee up to be like one of the major recurring characters, which she is, but like to a lesser degree than the rest of the demons. Then when you listen to episode two and she's barely in it, I'm like, oh, OK, so we're still mm-hmm. we're kind of shifting things around. We're still building the cast, figuring out who the main core of the cast is. And then it's a couple episodes before you meet Zaffin and then Zaffin's very important. Yep. Yeah, I I'm terrible with character names and stuff mm. like that so i'm i it's still not drilled into my head who is who exactly uh-huh. i know the brimstone valley mall website has a cast list and a big list of all the characters and short descriptions uh, nice. of all of them i'm looking at their website right now um but yeah especially with all of these like demonic names as Marias Belzegor I'm not I'm not gonna like I can remember Damien like that <laughs> is like the one the one name that I remember remember sure Damien and Raven and then Trent, uh-huh. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> we we need to love talk about Trent for a bit here I loved uh, Trent first off so that episode that setting is as Marias who's one of these demons and he's in charge of the mall carousel, which I was very happy to hear this mall had a carousel. My yep. like preteen mall, my preteen and teenage mall had a big carousel in the middle of the food court across from a Hot Topic. So I was 
right in there. I could very easily Perfect. picture where they were. It felt Perfect. true to my life. He's controlling the carousel and these two mo- and he's and he's dressed very traditionally gothic. And these two other mall goths come up who are very like 90s gothic and he's very historical gothic and they're making fun he's of him like Victorian, how goth is the carousel like his, yeah a yeah hat and a, like yeah like that stuff. he's like my my coat is victorian how dare yeah. you <laughs> like they don't get his vibe they don't understand why he's working on the carousel they think the carousel is dumb and then he like makes the carousel malfunction while they're on it as a bit of revenge and then there's this big disaster with the carousel and then here comes trent who's wearing like two or three <laughs> polo shirts at once with the collars popped up. And he's just the sweet, uh, literally angelic boy who's like, oh, no, somebody's in danger. I'm going to go in there and save them. I have to take my polo shirts off for this. And he dives in, and he pulls his wall out. And then Anne-Marie Marais is flirting with him and he's kind of flirting back like, yeah, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love he's to like- see more of you. Like, I, I I wouldn't necessarily describe it as flirting back, but is just but innocently but very like going along. Conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just very yes. pure in in the way that he's just like, yeah, it would be nice to spend more time with with you. Why not? <laughs> right, come see me uh, when I get off work at the Hot Topic, and he's like, you 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 work at the Hot Topic, and he's like, yes, the preppy guy. It's a nice job. And I loved that we got to see, like, normally the preppy guy is a jerk. And I liked yeah. that they, they separated a fashion style and a personality style, and they gave us a lawful good prep. I really appreciated that. I like that how he likes to dress with his three pop collars and the manner in which he, you know, like, how he dresses doesn't make him a person who isn't super nice all the time you can have the pop collar and be an absolute sweetheart you can have a pop collar and be an absolute sweetheart and work at the hot topic and be a good hot topic employee trent is is so specific and so delightful he's a a really wonderful surprise in this cast and i like that him and asmarias are like he asks asmarias out and then they go like all the way that night and they're like such a couple like so strongly a couple so quickly which i kind of yeah. like that it wasn't like a, a, a you know there's room for a will they or won't they and more like flirty banter yeah but i like that it was yeah just just moved very fast and that was part of the narrative is how fast those two took to each other yeah yeah um which feels a lot like the kind of like grassy style relationships right where like there's one thing that happens and then all of a sudden the (laughs) next episode like they are ride or die and and like nothing will separate them and but but then like there is still all of the drama that happens between them which we got in in one of of the one of the episodes where he's like all right let me confess my actual feelings besides mm-hmm. hey like i like you um yeah and uh, yeah it, it's just it felt like th- that kind of speed of of just like uh, well now they're a couple they've slept together that's it mm-hmm. um but yeah that was that was good his his introduction was 
hilarious because yeah he just comes out of nowhere he's like i hear trouble you do like you just you get introduced <laughs> to this new character and you're like whose voice is, is this and he's he's just like i i hear someone screaming for help <laughs> like i i must save them and god he, yeah it was fantastic but then yeah when you see that he works at hot topic or he, he hear that he works at hot topic i guess you don't see see him uh but mm. uh, yeah you have the same reaction that as marias has that is just like wait what you work <laughs> at the hot topic and not the abercrombie and fitch or what, what was their version it was like oh. bam it was like Fambercrombie and bitch, or, or something yeah, <laughs> like that. Crombie and Stitch. I don't. I don't remember all of them. Or the, 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 the fake Hollister. Yeah, Hollister's another part of the mall that feels like a hellscape. Do you remember old sure. Hollisters and how they were just unnecessarily dark? Yeah, I, I like never that was the only there, thing so that was I weird about really them. In them, but like I never I shopped there them. either. I think yeah. one of my friends went in there once to see what they had. Then she's like, you have to check this out. This store's weird. It's weird in that it's very normal and preachy and like beachy and preppy. But the lights are just dimmed all the way down. It's so shadowy in there for no good reason. Setting and I think now they're the brightly beach. lit and normal. Uh, and I'm a little <laughs> disappointed. I want to go into my shadow store and buy a shirt with a surfboard on it. <laughs> the shadow surf. Um, but it. Yeah, but but then like you also like they're in this gay relationship. And when Asmarias comes into like just blatantly like lustfully with <laughs> yeah. him, he's like, oh, my God, stop it. You're making me blush. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, what is happening? This is wild. So uh, cute. Yeah. I yeah, I love that he's trying to get Trent to sin, trying to get Trent to covet anything. And Trent's like, no, I'm I'm perfectly content. I don't need anything yeah. else but you. <laughs> I have you. I'm not jealous of anyone else. <laughs> like I'm perfectly content. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. But I, I I I I liked his character a lot. But yeah, I I I think it was the human characters that I like. I remember them. I I remember their names. I right. I. I kind of don't know which one is which for the demons exactly i know a horn blast because he's the one that's not there <laughs> right i which i really like that this whole season is a search for horn blast like nobody knows what happens to him you don't like you only hear from him like on the answering machine or in like old recordings of band practice you don't really meet yes. Hornbloss until the final episode, which is a structure I really dug. Yeah. Um, and he did like from the opening, like uh, the the opening scene, right, where you hear his voice on the answering machine mm -hmm. immediately. They nail it. He is the cool one. Yeah. He, yeah. like, he is the one that everyone likes. They're all attracted to, to, to. He's charming. He's charismatic. But he's also like, I feel like he's older than the rest of them. Right. Like he's probably like if if the if like Damien and Trent and Trainee are all like teenagers and the 
demons are technically hundreds, if not thousands of years old, <laughs> right? Yeah. But are playing more teenagers, except for a couple of them are, are like, okay, they're the manager at the store, mm-hmm. right? They might be a little o- o- older. Hornblast feels like he's in his mid-20s. Uh-huh. I, 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 I don't know if that's what they thought of when they were making it, but like he's like... All right, mid mid twenties might be older than that. Like maybe he is twenty, like eighteen to twenty, right? Mm-hmm. He has a fake ID. He's he's like he's he's trying to not be seen as a teen. He's an adult, right? He goes into clubs. He, he goes adult. into parties, right? He 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 has a fake ID, like that that kind of stuff. He's the one that all the younger teens would go to 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 be like hey can you buy us some alcohol with your fake id like that is the vibe that i got from him immediately like they like i just from that one scene was just like i know him i've i've met him i've met people like yeah uh and it was great so yeah i i like it's just it's fascinating how stories can do stuff like that, where you don't really get to truly meet that character or be around mm. them, but j- just from everyone else's experiences and the way they talk about them, it's just like I I already know who this is. So good mm. job on the show yeah. for stuff like that, just building characters. Like as 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 much as I can't keep the names of the demon charade, <laughs> they all had. Yeah very specific styles and character like they, they like i'm i'm not confused like is is asmarias the same as bells is like no no like i like they each mm-hmm. they each have their own distinct personality and i think that was a strength of the sh- sh- show there so good on them good on them mm-hmm. i that. also like ms rock and their uh, their conflict, their one-sided absent conflict with Hornbloss, where they're like, like they're trying to be the leader. They're like the mm-hmm. manager of the, of the waiter world. <laughs> they were like the head chef in hell. And now, now they fry hands in a food court. They're like, why is nobody like me as much as they like Hornbloss? If I was missing, would anyone look for me? Right. Yeah, it was good stuff i like the characters in this and i think season two excuse me i think season two is about to open the door to a lot more characters mm-hmm. so where where the show kind of g- 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 goes is that they find out that Hornblast has been back in hell like he's been taken uh back there and these characters have to find a way to get back into hell. But to do that, they kind of need to buy their way back in with mm-hmm. these things called sin coins uh, that yeah. they get when they cause people to sin. So their plan yes. is to just let's make a bunch of people sin and we'll get a <laughs> bunch of these sin coins and then we can buy a, t- a ticket back to hell and we can save horn ass and Bring them back to the mall so the band can play at the Y2K party. And it, it'll be mm-hmm. great. The best gig of our lives. Um, and they get there. And yeah, it t- t- turns out that Trent is an angel. 
he has actual wings and all of that yeah. stuff. And, and that might be why he wears so many polos at once is to like hold oh his gosh. wings down, right? He right. needs extra shirts to hold them in. But it seems like these angels have kind of figured out that the demons are about to summon a whole bunch of demons to start off Y2K. And so the angels are trying to like infiltrate and make sure this doesn't happen and, and stop them. And so, yeah, Trent knows more than he's letting on, but he's also now madly in love with as Mariah. So he's, he's conflicted now about what to do exactly. Um, but yeah, it it looks like there's about to be this kind of war between heaven and yeah. he- 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 hell. Um, and yeah, I, I'm assuming we're going to get a bunch more angel characters That'd be nice. into the mix here. So that, that could be. <gasps> Where do they work in the mall? Interesting. They, they, they have to be at the like brighter stores. They have to be at. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Trent. <laughs> works at hot topic right right so it was also a thing in the 90s and early 2000s that if you worked at a store to like get jobs for your friends so what if just a bunch more preppy looking kids start taking over hot topic and that's fun is like a point of contention and now all the gods have to work at yeah, like now all the, all the goths have to work at Fabricrombian bitch and they just like <laughs> that's just what they have to do. Or they are stuck at like the container store and they, they have to work at the container <gasps> oh. store because <laughs> no one else clear. would hire them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. They have to get a job at whatever the lamest mall store is, which is maybe the store that just like you can go in and Lids. look at like bath fittings or a tub uh, yeah, and, and just sign up Lids. to have a contractor come to your house. Right. <laughs> they, they have to work at one What's of those kiosks. Lids? Hats. <laughs> oh, it's just called hats. Yeah. We've dropped all metaphor. It's just it's just hats. Welcome to hats. Yeah. Yeah. God. I don't know. Yeah. Like I could see some something like that where they're just angry at them for like taking over their jobs and, and stuff mm. like that. But who knows? Um, yeah. yeah, I I I I hope we do get a more angelic uh, presence in, in the mall. I fun. think that would be, be a lot of fun. Um, do 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 you want more of the show let me ask ask you this more of the show to take place in the mall this was mostly in the mall but we did get some yeah. scenes like at a character's house or uh in the the train station or in hell mm. do, do you I, I i guess my question shouldn't be like more in the mall but like is is the amount of mall that we got is that what you think they should stick with or do you want them to explore more of the world do we get more mm. in hell next season do we get some in oh heaven? yeah do we get another play like do they go to a local block 
Buster, or I, I think they had a name yeah. for it in there. Like, is like, do we venture outside of the mall? What do you think? Costco. I'd love to see more stuff right? in the mall, of course. Like, there's parts of a classic mall that they didn't get to. I'd love some antics in a fountain. I'd love them to go to the movies. Sure. Name me a bunch of fake 19 or like 2000 movies. Go to the movie theater. I'd love that. But one thing, I don't know if this was meant to be, if this was intentional, but mm -hmm. the mall is located somewhere in Pennsylvania, like South Central Pennsylvania, which reminded me a lot of the city of Centralia that has been burning for 50 years. Do you know Centralia, Pennsylvania? No. Okay. And there were a bunch of mines underneath this town. It's an old mining town. And Interesting. something caught on fire underneath there. And they've just never managed to put the fire out. And there's such a, a huge interconnected series of like tunnels and mines underneath the town that it just rages through them. Just slow, just like slowly burns. It's been burning for years. Like nothing, it got so big, nothing wow. can really take it out. Now when you're up on top of the city, the like pavement will sort of like buckle and like steam like smoke will come up you know and the like sinkholes will open up it is a very hellish town it used to have a residence of like a thousand it was a small town you know and maybe a couple thousand people but yeah no now like the government's trying to get people to move away like this really isn't a safe place to live and i think now only like five people still hold on to their old residences in centralia so it's just this yeah. smoking ghost town you can drive through and know that like I don't know, like a mile under your car's wheels. Fire. Yeah. So they, I think they should go there. Interesting. OK, I so I've I've been out to the King of Prussia Mall, which is, I think, <gasps> like the second largest mall. I've, I've been there a yeah. number of t times. Yeah, um, I don't know. The American Dream is a newer mall that's opening up in New Jersey and is sort of like struggling to stand up on its little baby giraffe legs because it opened kind of opened like a year ago like pandemics throwing everything Ooh. off so Ooh, i don't man. know how that affects the numbers but yeah i think ball okay. of america number one king of prussia number two so what was interesting about king of prussia is that it was so big that they had multiples of the same store yes! on opposite ends so i'm i yes! i'm I would kind of like to see something like that where like a, a second hot topic opens up and it there's like rival hot topics. Right. It's 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 like um, it's like the wooden overcoats. Oh, yes. Drama. Like, I mean, they, they put a lot of references to other audio drama in yes. this especially in the finale and having something like that in here would be fantastic um, oh <laughs> i did we do have to talk about in like the second to last episode they're going through hell they're trying to find hornblast and Arias makes like a serial style podcast about it and he goes around and he talks to all these other demons about like if NPR, you were to this hornblast you know where hornblast yeah. is Right, yeah, and he asks, like, he's a demon named, like, Zach Valentius. Yep. <laughs> like, there's all these other people from all these other audio dramas. Archive 81, um, Dave Cummings from the No Sleep podcast. 
I yeah. love that. That's my favorite yeah. part in any any audio drama where they just get real meta and celebrate their peers in audio drama. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like I, I, I loved the, that stuff. That is the kind of stuff or the kind of antics that I would like to see uh, in Antics. season two and beyond. I think I would also like to see uh, just like just the weird kind of etherealness of uh, department stores. Yeah, there's just something weird about I'm department stores. Like go this. into a Macy's and like oh. just work at, at the perfume counter the 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 awkward like you like you always walk in the entrance yeah. that's like right by all the like bras and panties and i just like as a kid in the 90s it was always the most awkward thing it was like do i can i look at that am i, I it's not am I, it's not victoria's secret like i it's just it yeah. <laughs> but i like go into that section like there are big sections of the mall that we haven't even gotten to yet or haven't properly explored um you're right i'm happy you bring this up Mm -hmm. i think a macy's might be the most normal department stores but yeah there's something about a dillard's there's something about how uh, kind of empty a nordstrom is like nordstrom's a lot more dark and minimalistic and artistic like there really isn't a lot of like if you want to buy a sweater there's like six of that sweater laid out. Whereas if you go to a Macy's, there might be 18 of that sweater laid out. So there's some, yeah. oh, something about the, the weird scale of a Nordstrom that's odd. And mm-hmm. I don't, I've only ever been to one Von Maurer. It was like a standalone place in like a large outdoor mall. I haven't seen it in an enclosed indoor mall, but Von Maurer is one of the most surreal places I've ever been. That's yeah. a department store that truly feels trapped in the past. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so let me ask you this. How how did you feel about the kind of like how season one wrapped up and where it left us? Let's talk a bit about the finale and, and stuff like that. What What's your thoughts? <laughs> I, I love the reveal that Trent is a literal angel. Like in hindsight, it seems so obvious. Why did I never think about it? <laughs> of course. Yep. We have all these demons. There must be one angel running around and it must be Trent. I love that the teens like sold their souls to come down to hell to see this concert. And like, and I couldn't, I I was like driving and like running an errand while I was listening to this. So I might've gotten it wrong. I might've been distracted, but are they like one being now? Cause it sounded like their voices were like layered over each other. Is there just one Omni team? That works. I, I, I don't know, because they 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 use that 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 book that they bought at the knockoff Spencer's to to uh, <laughs> summon demons uh, and they try right. to summon one that I guess is too powerful or it, like it can't be summoned in that manner. And so it goes wrong. And yeah, they like I, I, I think somehow they have to like sell their soul to survive it and yeah Mm. i think this demon is technically controlling all of them in like a hive mind situation okay i think think. yeah but yeah i'm not entirely clear on that too i i think he can speak individually through one of them if he chooses but if they're if they're all 
right there why not just have this like demonic stacked voice right uh, great i love all the the layered voices in in this yeah. show by the way particularly ms rock in their design. like demonic form i love that they just go out back to the employee parking lot when it's deserted and just like peel their human forms off that was <laughs> wonderful fun. and hang yeah. around and play guitar yeah i i like that this show ends with uh this season ends with the teens also becoming demons like we're going to be left with no mortals uh at the end of the series yeah yeah or, or like i at least i at least like how they are not demons but they are now possessed by them yeah. and like I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if that will come back into play somehow later on like being possessed by different demons to be ah. able to talk with characters that way or something like that who knows uh but yeah i i liked that a lot a lot um we're as far as the concert went how 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 did you, how did you i like, like to that? hear from satan i like the juxtaposition yeah. that satan is uh like a very sweet sounding young lady yep. <laughs> and her favorite food <laughs> is plain buttered noodles and at this hell concert, she's like, I got to make sure there's plenty of buttered noodles for everybody to eat. Go to the buttered noodle stand for your concert snacks. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, I think incorporating music into an mm -hmm. audio drama is a smart move if you can do it. Um, yeah, because it it gives you a great soundtrack right like all of the music in this i thought was fantastic um i i just thought like it fit the show it fit both the like it it was it was 90s but it wasn't it worked well for a soundtrack but it worked well for like podcast bumpers like change of scene mm -hmm. thing like yeah. it, it just it it happened to help create the atmosphere and the vibe and i just thought it was fun and like an end of the year concert right an end of the the millennium y2k concert mm -hmm. i think is is brilliant like i, I there is that like impending doom because we lived through y2k like that was a legitimate scare of like yeah. What if the computers like all blow up and like we have to go back to the dark ages? Like that was a thing. That 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 that, that was a thing that we thought. And I mean, we got it fixed uh, really fast. But still, mm -hmm. like there's there's something about that kind of party that is just really enticing and fun. Yeah. Like one of my favorite video games, uh, Life is, is Strange, has a yeah. similar th thing where it's all kind of culminating in this end of the world party. Uh, and it just ha it just has this fun atmosphere here, like go wild. Who cares? It's it's at the end of the world. We're going to have so much fun. And yeah, that's that's what this show was building towards as well and it was just a lot of fun i liked it so mm -hmm. I, I, this was a great time the really 
really good characters that you like a lot that you you get you understand who they are very quickly then there's a lot that they're able to do with them like uh you, you, they add a lot onto Zaphin. Oh, Zaphin just shows up she's like never seen another demon she's the stoker of the flames of hell and she's just like stokes the flames she's never seen never gone up to earth never met another demon she just gets her commands mysteriously she pr- hardly knows how to say anything more than i am zafin stoker of the flames <laughs> i love to watch her learn i love that she was reading the like she just starts reading things she gets hungry for knowledge she goes to the fake walden books and she reads the babysitters gang books which yeah. is uh <laughs> really hits my heart babysitters club my very favorite books when in 1999 it's happy yeah. to see that you can yeah you get a lot out of this show uh it's there's so much in here and i think it is a really fun time yeah like i said great for audio drama to old fans and if you just want to try out what this format is like this is a really solid one to start with absolutely um so one more thing i want to mention before we get into those references and stuff to all the audio dramas that we mentioned uh there was something in here that was so oddly specific and i don't know if this is like a wide thing that other people think the same thing as as me but there was something a character did and said that when like when it happened it it like hit me and and struck me as like holy shit like that is one of the most like oddly specific things (laughs) that i think of for the 90s and it's not something i think of often because it is just so minute right that yeah like, like when when you start to like name 90s things this would never come up right um which which demon was it that had the stash of alcohol back be- be- behind oh, the thing it was belzegor they had the, yeah yeah like they belzegor. they drink holy water the as one, their alcohol she was the one that got her nipples pierced right <laughs> you do do you remember that I don't remember I, I, that like part. Episode like one or two, I think they, they're they're out back in the parking lot. And I uh-huh. think I I'm I, I think it's her again. I'm mixing up names and and stuff here. Uh, but yeah, if that's her, she m- mentions that she got her nipples pierced, and then just without even thinking a bit, is like, do you want to see? And, and <laughs> was like just about to be like, hey, oh, yeah. here you go. Yeah. But th- like that interaction is so oddly and specifically 90s yeah. to me. Yeah, that it, I understand. Like, she she had she could care less to show them. And then after that, she like was like, hey, do you want to see? They just moved on and like didn't right. be like like, hey, hey boobs. Tits, yes, let me see. Like, there was just no m- 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 mansion. And it was just, like, not something you noticed, not something. But that yeah. was just so specifically, like, yes. the goth chick that got her nipples pierced. That is just like, hey, cool. Boom. There you go. Yes. I, I understand on. this. Hey, now I'm trying to remember. My older brother might have had his nipples pierced in the 90s. There you go. I know he had his tongue pierced. He did all like that's also he had a lot a of piercings. He had yeah. a tattoo of a dragon fighting a tiger. 
as one does. Yeah. Very 90s. Oh, another 90s thing I hope gets brought in. I would love to see them add some infernal significance to that S. The S everyone knows how to draw. Why do we oh, all know okay. how to draw yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is it? The super S. <laughs> super S. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be really, really funny. God, good stuff. All right, so we have to then talk about the yeah. finale and all of the references that were, were was in this and stuff re- references to, to, to things that weren't even audio dramas like the mall cop is just a a patrick warburton impersonator yes which is great which is wonderful it's like such a it's so it. distant. It sounds like an impression of an impression of Patrick Warburton. It really does, but it works so well. I did really enjoy it. I like to hear from him for like the four minutes he's around. <laughs> they got his cadence like down pat. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. So good. But yeah, there's um when when they are looking for horn last you kind of mentioned it already yeah one of the characters makes this like npr this american lifestyle mm-hmm. podcast where they are interviewing people to yeah find their experiences with Hornblast and maybe where he went like what was he like when he was here what do you remember of him where did he go after th- this and yeah it's just all of these Demons that are very clearly creators on other audio dramas, people that you've heard in the credits of 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 ours, Paradoxica and Wolf 359 and Greater Boston and all sorts of stuff. Right. You know, Greater Boston a lot better than I do. I I heard that credit at the end. I'm like, oh, I bet Kyle was keyed into that one. Absolutely. There was only like one or two that I wasn't super familiar mm. with. Uh, but I think like we we have uh, some of the cr- creators on Archive 81, which is yeah. now a Netflix show. You guys Yay. can go watch that on Netflix. So that was that 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 was neat. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, this was great and i i think to start with zach with zach valenti was just like perfect set the stage i i i right. his voice is so recognizable um, yes that it, it's it's just like you start with him and just like all right we're in for a fun time here we mm. go <laughs> i love whenever an audio drama does this <laughs> i love whenever podcasts are very meta about other podcasts like last year the Welcome to Night Vale hit some milestone. It was like episode 200 or some anniversary or something like that. And they did an episode that was like, and I hadn't listened to it in a while. Like I listened to a lot at the beginning and like kind of fell off and got crowded with other subscriptions, but I came back for this one. And it's like, mm-hmm. what if the rest of the world fell, found out about Night Vale? Like this is co- everything that's ever mm. happened here is common knowledge to the rest of the world. So it's like an episode of The Dollop where they're talking about Night Vale history or it's my brother, my brother and me. But they get a a request for advice from Steve Carlsberg. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think when we can when we covered the Amelia project 
yes. last year. I think I don't remember if it was in season one that we covered or I just like because I I followed them on Twitter. So I've been mm-hmm. kind of keeping up. But I think they've done a similar thing where like a character uh, from another show yeah. like, c- comes on and fakes their death to. Uh, yeah, like th- that stuff is always so much fun because the community of these creators are so mm-hmm. tight 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 knit and small yeah um that that it's just fun to be like yeah you, you want you, you want to be on the show let's go let's have some fun yes so good stuff good stuff i mm-hmm. liked that a lot that was a good yes treat. Um, happy they fit that in season one like that's like on the checklist of like major narrative things you have to accomplish is the meta part where <laughs> we just have fun with our other podcast creators yeah um I, I i doubt we'll get to see characters like that again or at least like in that th- well i mean i i guess we could mm. I, I i don't i don't want to see another like npr style like i don't like mm. if they bring those characters back i want to see it in another way mm. if that makes sense yeah. like um somehow yeah like there's a a new employee at this store that no one likes to go to to, but the one or two times they have to go to like it is you know it's this person it's like yeah okay or yeah they're they're angels yeah there's just like a or like they have a business in the mall welcome to nick silver's jewelry i need a new watch (laughs) gotta go see something like that uh yeah i mean it's this is it's it's just it's it's fun. It puts a smile mm. on my face when, yeah. when stuff like this happens. Um, interestingly enough, so they these the finale, this two part finale uh, was released much later than the rest of the oh. show. If you look at the release dates, it, 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 it I'm sure they got affected by the pandemic because oh, yeah. the oh, I think yeah, episode I see now. eight was like March of 2020. And then yeah. it was like not much is happening for a while. And then yeah. August 2021, yes. I, I think is when it. Yeah. Um, yeah. August 2020. But. I, they 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 did mention that like hey it's going to be some time like they did not mention covid at the end when it's mm-hmm. like hey it's going to be a two part finale it's going to take some time to get this stuff but it's going to be a big one you you'll have a lot of fun you'll recognize some of the voices and and stuff like that uh so i'm i'm sure there would have been maybe a bigger wait in between them just so they could mm-hmm. get scheduling in right yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how much covid affected the show mm. um but uh yeah I, I i saw that and i noticed it and i was like huh i yeah. wonder but uh there you go brimstone valley mall this one was good it was I- fun a great time it was this was a blast good fun indeed uh do you have final thoughts something we missed on Uh, on here that we didn't mention yet man i don't i think i hit all the major points i really wanted to hit oh it's just it's a fun very very charming time check it out there you go good good 90s flashbacks good stuff um, well, let's get on to our bingo. 
Yeah. Like to play review show bingo here. Let me see if I can pull up uh, up. my bingo cards. Oh, yes. Yes. I I think this one will have some some good. uh, Some good stuff happening here. Okay. Fake fast food brand. So happy I put it on there. We get that one. Food brand. Let me see here. I already have yellow. We've got a disguise uh, for Melissa. Fake fast food brand for Melissa's board over here. There you go. Um, ooh, you have deadly game on yours. <laughs> you said a disguise. I don't know if that fits exactly in. Yeah, tune. yeah. I don't think we have a deadly game, but we definitely have a disguise. We definitely have Trent right, 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 painting right. his angel wings black with eyeliner and wearing like halloween store little devil horns on a headband right um let's see use a headband retro tag no butler no releasing an animal to no power outage dang needle drop period of the time did they have a no because i guess they couldn't really use the music Mm -hmm. for needle drop um Hmm. Actor as themselves, maybe. I don't know. I guess uh, so. I don't know if you count Zach Valenti as the demon Zachareth Valenti. <laughs> I mean, you could do kind of all of them in that yeah. sense. There. They've all got like demonic versions of their own names, which is fun. He's just the only one yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's. Um, I don't, I don't know if that totally counts. I, I feel okay saving actor as themselves for the future. I do have a what's a podcast on yes! my thing. Oh, which man. We, we got that one oh. in, in here. Oh, so I didn't make it onto podcast? my sheet this year. Uh, I'm also going to say magic book because they have the grimoire. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that gets me that one. That counts. Let's see. Uh, I don't know no if anybody Superman is a signature analog. weapon or move. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't crash a fancy party. Nobody's Diary broken the rules entries. of time travel yet. Yeah. And. Oh, what I've written down on my board is I know there's nudity here, but I can't see it, which like doesn't count at all for an audio drama like that. That would be all of them. So that one's just entirely off the table. Well, you might be able to do it in this one, actually. No, it doesn't. It doesn't count. Scene. I, I, I get it, but. There is that one scene where the character gets naked except for the apron. He has oh, the that's apron funny. on. That was a good right? time. Like that, that w- like that would be the audio drama equivalent where they're just ha- like they're. But you're also thinking more of the like Austin Powers style thing yes, where they are completely naked and there just happens to be like right. a branch of a plant or the, like a big yes. leaf like right in front. So yeah. it's not the we like I just happen here. to wear this one article of clothing that happens to cover 
this thing. No. Here, so. Yeah, I that I put I that you. square on there designed exclusively for the visual medium. It's the the um, Austin Powers Memorial Square. Okay, He's not okay. dead. He'll live I, again. I think that's all I got on mine. Then. Mm-hmm. There we go. We're getting yeah. close. Getting close to some bingos here. Okay, let me make sure I save that. Where'd my yeah. mouse go? There it is. Save. Oh, no. And we will set us back to our main screen. There we go. Um, yeah. Recommendations. Recommendations. If people liked Brimstone Valley Mall, what else might they like? Uh, I got to recommend the ultimate in Angel and Demon Antics, which is Good Omens. The book okay, by Neil yeah. Gaiman and Terry Pratchett and the, uh, the television adaptation that was on Amazon Prime. Really faithful adaptation written by Neil Gaiman himself. It's about uh, heaven and hell. They're at a war, you know, a long, slow Cold War over centuries to eons, millennia. And they've got different angel and demon operatives here on Earth. And there's a demon named Crowley and an angel named Aziraphale who have always been each other's opposite numbers in these organizations. They've uh, you know, had, to, had different conflicts, had different cooperations over the centuries. They've become great personal friends. And Doomsday is now finally coming. Like this dog, uh, mm-hmm. the apocalypse will be here. And they're like, we don't we don't want an apocalypse, actually. Like we we've actually come to like Earth a lot. Please don't destroy Earth. Please don't make one of our sides destroy the other sides. Is there any way we can get out of this? Uh, And like the Antichrist is supposed to set off the apocalypse and they misplaced the Antichrist. They've had their eyes on the wrong kid. So in the coming days before this is all about to kick off, it's this angel and this demon rushing to find wherever the real Antichrist is and convince him to not do an apocalypse. (laughs) Very funny. Good stuff. Very charming. And for audio dramas, I would recommend Assassinly. This is uh, spelled assassin.ly, created by Sam Barbaro. Uh, Assassinly follows an assassination startup in New York where murder is now legal, so long as you fill out the right paperwork. Join Mallory, the CEO of Assassinly, and Ben, the guy who is letting her stay in his mom's basement, as they navigate and narrate this brave new world to their shareholders. Listen as they launch their business, hire the only two assassin applicants left in the city, participate in the murder games, and try their best to turn bureaucracy into profit. This is a very, very silly show uh, from the creator of one of my personal favorites, uh, the the Fearsome Morning podcast. Which we Uh, covered back on episode nine. right like as soon as i got here i'm like kyle there's like the one weird specific thing i love that i need to talk about we have to cover the fearsome morning and i i I recommend that one too because it has that same Mm -hmm. level of comedy and just silliness in in that show so yeah Yeah. completely absurd assassin is a lot of fun all the assassinations are very low stakes it's like uh, my uncle always eats the, the bacon at the big family brunch. Kill him. And then it's, it's these inept <laughs> four hire assassins that are trying to figure out how to kill somebody. <laughs> Real yeah. silly. And then for more mall energy, I would recommend 
there's an audio drama series called The Truth that is an anthology of these short uh, one-shot stories. They were like 20 minutes long. No framing device, no, no narrative follow-through, just like little short stories. And they did an episode uh, that came out January 11th, 2017. This episode is called The Dark End of the Mall. It's mm-hmm. written by Casper Kelly, creator of Too Many Cooks. And okay. <laughs> The Dark End of the Mall is about this woman who works in a bridal store. And mm-hmm. this very frantic customer comes up to her, like, oh, acting like he's just shopping. And he's asking her, hey, you guys have like bottles of water and like energy bars behind the counter that you give out to like brides who have been there for fittings like all day. They're there for hours. And he's, it's this guy trying to convince the sales clerk to like give him food and water. And you get the sense that maybe there's some disaster out there that the sales clerk isn't aware of. Uh, it's, I do, I, I, it's hard to say anything about it without giving a lot away. But this is such a great little piece of fiction. I've gone back and listened cool. to it several times. I've never really gotten into the rest of the truth. I don't even remember how I found this. But I love the dark end of the mall. Please listen to this. I, I'm, I'm just going to imagine that you were looking for mall podcasts like that. You just <laughs> t- typed in the word mall <laughs> in the There search. is a show called. Uh, yeah, there is a show called Mall Talk that is you know, <laughs> just two ladies talking about their experiences at malls and things they've bought. And they'll have people on to talk about what are your memories of Suncoast video? Wow. Watch out car talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, okay, yeah. So I I mentioned the Amalia project, uh, which is mm-hmm. another audio drama podcast um, where they're the the story is they are a co- company that will fake your death. So they they get calls from all sorts of clients and they only take on certain ones. Uh, the ones they do take on they invite in to hear their story why they want to be uh killed off and then they work out a plan to make that happen and it's kind of absurd it's kind of silly mm-hmm. um I, I i enjoyed it a lot uh if you guys are fans of the bright sessions you guys might recognize yeah. the vo- voice of julia morizawa um in in there as well uh but yeah i i liked that one a lot and i think that would pair well well, mm. well with with this podcast um if you want something maybe more on the like not serious side but more like darker irreverent comedy maybe a little more violent Uh and stuff like that i would recommend preacher um okay yeah also deals with angels and demons and and stuff like that uh i read the comics it is a wild ride um i've seen the tv show as well which is also very good not as good as my in in my opinion uh as the comic but still Mm -hmm. worth your time uh yeah i i would say go check the the hot stuff out as well and then like i mentioned at the top uh mall rats as the band in this is named 
mall rat uh, uh-huh. and go watch clerks too because that that is a v- very much a lot of the conversations that they're having in <laughs> this just boring stuff that is is just like they're 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 talking about nothing but it's so fun and it's entertaining <laughs> to just hear them talk about this nonsense it's g- great so mm-hmm. uh, i want to say out. that we covered the the amelia project on the review show last year episode 140 did, yes. uh did you and paul all talk about clerks way back in the original incarnation of the show did you have a clerks we episode did. we we did we talked about clerks on the whatnots podcast which is now mm. de- 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 defunct but you guys can find that on our website still the whatnots.com if you guys really want to go check it out but it's old mm. long ago long ago <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah we did that too Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. Next week. Well, next week. Yes. Do you want to let people know what we are up to next week while I pull up my pitches for the week after that? Yeah. We are continuing our ongoing monthly series. We talk about something new every week here, but the final episode of the month, as we record it, uh, we'll take one series. And we will cover it all the way through to its conclusion. And we have been reading a manga called Knights of Sidonia. And last month we read volumes one through eight. And next week we're going to be talking about volumes nine through 15, uh, which will conclude the entire series. Short little two month series we're doing. Knights of Sidonia. It's also an anime that you can find on the Funimation app. Uh, And it's about a, a future where humanity lives in one giant space station and they're being attacked by these big, gooey, shape-shifting space monsters. And, you know, wouldn't you have it, but, like, young people have to suit up in giant mech suits to get <laughs> off these monsters. No adults, Absolutely. only people who are younger than 26. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember watching the anime of that one. Um, a long, long time ago. Mm. And I remember liking it. I was like, man, I should really read the manga of this. Mm-hmm. And so it's always been one that I wanted to bring to the show uh, here and finally got ourselves a chance. Uh, yeah. So that's what we'll be up to this next week. We'll be finishing up the mm. manga of uh of knights of sidonia i think we're i, I think you you all you just mentioned it in volumes 9 through 15 uh yeah through volume 12 is available on comiXology unlimited you do have to buy the final three volumes mm. uh, they are not included uh i will say just briefly uh, uh comiXology just changed their app they updated mm-hmm. it and it's a mess it is not oh. good um it's ruined a lot of things for a lot of people it makes searching for stuff a lot more difficult it makes reading things a lot more difficult um the comicsology submit program where creators can submit their comics and have it be on the platform and get pay- paid is now a lot less creator friendly uh, there's there's just it's there, there's a, it's a whole mess of things right now. So hopefully that gets fixed in time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but just be aware of that for this this next week here. So, anyways, I am pulling up my last pitch here. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I have. I'll g- give you a a sneak peek. Um, uh huh. We're doing Batman stuff because for the oh, episode, I figured we would. Yeah. Um, the episode that we're going to be doing here, it is. There we go. Uh, will come out the same mm. weekend or or so that the new Batman movie comes out. So I thought, you know what? Let's let's read some Batman stuff. So. Mm. Here are my three pitches. It's kind of a Batman grab bag, right? Uh, The first one is not it's I I think the best way to describe it is a collection of stories. This is not a Mm -hmm. particular It's not a single narrative, if that makes sense. But this is Batman Arkham Riddler. So these ah! are it's a collection of stories about the Riddler, because I you know, was like, hey, since we know the Riddler is going to be a big major part of uh, this new Batman film, why not read some Riddler stories? Uh, so well, once again, this is available to read if you have Comixology Unlimited and or Kindle Unlimited. Um And so the description here on Comixology says, question, what wicked genius leaves clues for the world's greatest detective to lead to to lead to his capture, only to arrogantly flaunt how he can cleverly elude it? Answer, the Riddler. The most madcap exploits of Gotham's resident puzzling prodigy are collected here in Batman Arkham, the Riddler. As a criminal mastermind with a propensity for perplexity, Edward Nigma has historically been Batman's utmost intellectually astute adversary. With a wayward acumen for wreaking havoc, his wits are unmatched. Almost. Batman Arkham the Riddler collects some of the villain's greatest stories by some of the industry's greatest creators, including Scott Snyder, Gardner Fox, Len Wein, Bill Finger, Jim Aparo, Paul Dini, and many more. So I thought I thought it's like we've got stories from a lot of different eras of Batman history. If we're going all the way back to Bill Finger. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, I thought this would just be a, a, a good look into that yeah. character's greatest stu- stories, or at least some of them. Right. Good stuff there. That's pitch number one. Pitch number two uh, is, is actually a Batman story that I haven't really read. I, I've so I've over the years, I've been slowly reading DC Comics, all of like basically all of the stuff they've been printing mm. from crisis on infinite earths onwards which is like mid to late 80s and i've made it up through early 90s um so mm. this story is one that i have not read because it is like mid to late 90s uh batman it's called batman night out and night is k-n-i-g-h-t of course it is it says after a tumultuous period including being replaced 
by Azriel, a and a deadly <laughs> cont- contagion and a deadly contagion hitting Gotham's heady Batman's back to business in this collection of stories by the fan favorite creative team of Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan, the creators of Bane. Mm. As Batman rails from the aftermath of the final night, the Riddler and Clue Master unite for a uniquely vexing attack. And then Gunhawk and Deathstroke come to town. After all of that, if anything's left of Gotham, Firefly just might burn it to the ground. This collects uh, Detective Comics 703 through 718. So, okay, there you go. It just seems like one thing after another, Batman's villains just start showing up all on the same mm-hmm. night. He's just like, God damn it. Is he nice? Trying to. Yeah, so you want to go home? To Alfred made dinner. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> my dinner's getting cold. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is Batman Night Out, mid to late nineties. Haven't checked that one out, but I thought, you know what? Here's one that I haven't read, haven't heard of. Let's just mm-hmm. dive in, try something yeah. new, right? That's pitch number two. Pitch number three is something I have heard of i have read this one and it is well worth your time it is one of the best modern batman stories within the past decade or two um this is batman the court of owls oh this yes is, uh volume one and volume two from the new 52 uh from the batman stuff this is written by scott snyder with art by gray capullo I bought these issues uh, as single issues as they were coming out. This is phenomenal stuff. Um, Yeah. This is the comicsology says following his groundbreaking, critically acclaimed run on Detective Comics, writer Scott Snyder, alongside artist Greg Capullo, uh, begins a new era of the Dark Knight with the relaunch of the Batman as part of DC Comics, the new 52. After a series of brutal murders rock Gotham's city, Batman begins to realize that perhaps these crimes go far deeper than appearances suggest. As the caped crusader begins to unravel this deadly mystery, he uncovers a conspiracy going back to his youth and beyond to the origins of this city he's sworn to protect. Could the court of owls, once thought to be nothing more than an urban legend, be behind the crime and corruption? Or is Bruce Wayne losing his grip on sanity and falling prey to the pressures of his war on crime? So I'd like to read the first two volumes of this Batman run here, Um, Mm -hmm. which is... Um, the first volume one is the court of owls, uh, and then volume two is entitled the city of owls. Okay. So there you go. Um, yeah, I've recommended this story a lot here on the show. I've mentioned it, uh, a number of times, 
on on the show here. So this is this is also a worthy p- pick for pitch number three. Mm-hmm. So pitch number one, Batman Arkham Riddler. Pitch number two, Batman Night Out. And pitch number three, Batman, the Court of Owls. You know, it's got to be Court of Owls. I know, even as a comics novice, I know this is one of the biggest stories in yeah. recent years. I remember trying to learn a little bit more about comics in like 2012, 2013, 2014. Sure. And so many people told me to check out Court of Owls. I know it is uh, a, a possibility for something that could be brought into this new The Batman movie. I'd like to they know the source a, material. Let's read they, Court of yeah, Owls. They've, they've kind of hinted at some Court of Owls stuff, maybe at, at least like an Easter egg in the movie. Yeah. I think they've said that they would like to explore this story if they get to make a sequel to the Batman. Mm. OK, um, which would be neat. Uh, if you're a video game fan, there is a new uh, Batman centric game mm. called Gotham Knights, uh, which is supposed to be out later this year, uh, which we think is going to be very Court of Owls centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, might want to jump on this and read that story. But that's what we will do in two weeks. So keep that in mind. That's in two weeks. Uh, so uh-huh. next week we will be finishing up Knights of Sidonia. So there you go. That's mm-hmm. what we will be up to in the near future here. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think that's about it for this episode mm-hmm. of the review show. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcasts, Saturday Morning Obscurities show where me and my brother jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember uh lots of 90s nostalgia there our most Mm -hmm. recent episode is about my brother and me which is an old nickelodeon live action show just about these two brothers and their friend goo getting into misadventures (laughs) great stuff uh if you guys want to find me i am at yo kyle springer uh, I should probably mention here, since I, I didn't mention it in housekeeping and stuff like that, I'm going to be moving soon. Yeah. Uh, so in about a month, though, we might have to move around our recording schedule mm. and do some stuff like that. Uh, I'm currently out in Virginia on the East Coast, and I'm going to be moving to Oklahoma uh, to be with my girlfriend. So that's super exciting. Uh, but yeah, just I guess something to keep in mind if our schedule down the road gets a little bit wonky for a week or two. Uh, so there you go. But yeah, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share and subscribe. We're on TikTok as well. Uh, yeah, go go check out all that fun stuff help us spread the word that would help us out a ton leave a nice rating and review if you have some Mm -hmm. kind words to send our way and that is about it for this week of the whatnots review show thank you so much for checking it out and we will see you all next Mm -hmm. week bye bye